Okay, uh, my name is James. And my name is Matt. And we're talking about games these days. talking about this time is a game called the battle chef brigade yeah uh it was released last just barely last year this mm-hmm. is the last day of 2018 <laughs> so uh but yeah it was released in 2017 for the pc and switch mm-hmm. uh by trinket studios and uh they got like a hundred thousand in kickstarter funding for it yeah um, and it was published by Adult Swim's uh, games branch. Oh, okay. And this is, I think, the first game that we've done that's been published by Adult Swim. But I think you might be right. They're kind of... I I haven't like played a lot of the games that they've published, but I think they have a pretty good reputation of having uh, good games. I think so, too. Like, even... I feel like I remember them doing little, like, Flash games on their yeah. site at first, but now they've definitely moved into stuff like this, which is a, a full-length game in its own right. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um... This game, how would you characterize the genre? It's definitely a mashup. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's actually a thing that I've seen kind of popping up more and more, which is taking uh, elements of like a like puzzle match three match kind three, of yeah. um, system and expanding it to um, interact with other more traditional game elements. Mm-hmm. So this one specifically is partway between a side scrolling beat 'em up. Or like a brawler. Yeah. Um, and then a match three. Yeah. Uh, there's like two halves to the gameplay. Mm-hmm. One half is is the the side-scrolling uh, action. Sort of almost action RPG. Yeah. You can, you can equip stuff. You have special moves. You have like a magic meter that you mm-hmm. can use to do your special moves. Uh, but the guys that you kill in that mode turn into ingredients yes. that you then drop drop into your little grid and do your normal match three thing, mm-hmm. mixing and matching colors and that sort of thing. Yeah. I I don't know. I think they actually pull that off really well. Yeah, I think it works pretty well. Um, I think that the sides... Since, since there are these two components, they big comparison uh-huh. and it seems like the side-scrolling part is the weaker part of I the two agree. yeah uh ultimately that's just sort of in service of the other part which is yeah. match three mm-hmm. uh but i'm okay with that i think i think that's kind of inevitable yeah it would be tough to really have like a perfect balance of the two and i don't even think they were going for a perfect balance no um i was reading up on the uh website um for the game uh yesterday and apparently what they really wanted to get down was the cooking aspect. Yeah. Um, to create a system where you were competing in, in like sort of a Iron Chef style sort of thing and to have it feel as um, sort of spontaneous and natural as what that would feel like to be in that kind of situation. Yeah. You know, be given like this ingredient has to go in this dish and these are your parameters and then you have to go and Right, you only have so much and time it. and yeah. I think they did a really good job of capturing that too. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I, 
it definitely it, it gets really tense like you're really under the gun you uh-huh. never have enough time to do all the stuff you want yeah um you're always like desperately hunting down that one last little ingredient <laughs> that you need to really make your dish better uh-huh oh, okay that's that's cool I, well in that case they definitely like achieved what they yeah set out to, i agree to make I'm going to characterize this genre as pastoral steampunk. Yeah, yeah, I think that's about right. Uh, what it reminded me, actually, this whole game in general reminds me of a Miyazaki movie. I thought the exact same thing. Um, <laughs> but it is kind of like very in his sort of nebulous time period setting, which is like usually sort of turn of the century, right? like, like early industrial. Yeah, like just on the verge of industrialization. So, you know, and... There, there is tech. There's a robot, right? And there's a vampire, yeah. And like, there are technically dwarves, elves, and orcs, mm-hmm. which makes it sound like high fantasy. But there's hardly any magic, really. Yeah. And there's hardly any technology, really. It's, it's just they just happen to have those other races sort of lying around, <laughs> and they don't even seem exceptional or whatever in right. the world. They just seem like, yeah, yeah. No one makes a big deal about them. Um. And so in, in the setting, too, uh, chefs are sort of like the the elite monster hunters. That they, yeah. you know, there used to be a swarm of monsters covering the land, and now, luckily, the chefs are here to kill <laughs> the monsters and cook them. Right. Uh, and so that's your main character is trying to join the noble, the, whatever, Battleship. Well, the battleship brigade. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did you think about the like the the story archetype? Um, I. I mean, it also follows a fairly typical Miyazaki. <laughs> yeah. um, so you have a sort of plucky, upbeat character who lives in a small country town. She has a big dream of going to do something cool, uh-huh. so she moves to the big city so she can do it. Right. Um, she's got, you know, enthusiastic supporting characters. Um, and her, like, inevitable rivals. Right. Um, I think... The story isn't like incredible, but it's yeah. not bad. No. It's it's exactly what I would expect. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's serviceable. Yes. <laughs> uh, actually, okay, I I want to read you the paragraph that I wrote about the story because it's <laughs> almost exactly the same as what you just said. So, an earnest, hardworking protagonist with a particular talent travels to a big city to achieve her dream, uh-huh. to utilize her talent by joining the ranks of the vocation she admires. <laughs> uh, she makes some friends and enemies along the way. She earns the ire of some elders and the respect of others. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's secretly helped by a mysterious benefactor. <laughs> uh, eventually reaches the end of her honeymoon period with the new world, and she finds, exposes, and fights corruption. Mm-hmm. And then with the help of her new allies, ultimately triumphs using her own unique skills and yeah. finds her place in the world. Like, uh-huh. yeah, it's it's one of those stories. <laughs> I think, although it's in, I think it's probably in service of the gameplay more than anything else. There are a couple of times where I felt like we were just like moving through the story and then it was, oh, it's another like chef event. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and in fact, like. Everything in this world is based around cooking because <laughs> at the, I I uh, watched uh, like a 
Let's Play of the ending. Mm. Um, and basically it culminates in you doing a chef battle with the, like villain <laughs> because of course, special yeah. there's special rules that you know a member of the brigade can invoke uh-huh. to you know blah 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 clemency whatever okay well so it's basically it's the same way that like pokemon works right <laughs> like, you have to accept that everything is yeah. about people using these animals to fight each other right even in cases where it makes no sense <laughs> yeah uh so yeah i don't know that that whole setting is kind of like it is it is a trope like mm-hmm. that whole progression that she goes through but it's charming yeah like, it's not badly done and yeah it's not it's not like it's poorly written all of the dialogue is really good all the voice acting is really good yeah actually I I almost thought that the voice acting was like I don't know if this is a mean thing to say but like better than the game deserves <laughs> you know like there's so much this was definitely a game where I found myself sort of just like skipping through the sure. story to get to the next chef battle, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of too bad because that's like, you know, hours and hours of recorded voices. That... What I what came to me about halfway through the game is as much as I like the mechanic and the way that they've set it up, mm-hmm. I think I would almost rather have like, like a six episode TV show or like a movie <laughs> uh-huh. that was this game. Yeah. You know, I mean, it would make a great Miyazaki film. Right. <laughs> <laughs> can we get, can we get him and the guys that do a food war? Right. And, like, yeah. Smash them together. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's see. So, for the main character and the supporting characters, I don't think there's a lot interesting going on there necessarily. No. I mean, beyond what we've already said about the, the main character, her progression through, you know, gaining self-confidence and, right. you know, figuring out how to use her particular skills to succeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, learning, I don't know, how to deal with interpersonal drama. Yeah. <laughs> that sort of thing. Well, I guess in that sense, it is a little bit of a coming of age mm-hmm. sort of thing. Definitely. Um, what about, like, is there really antagonists? There is, but it's not, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what's really strange about this game is, like, there isn't much of an antagonist um, until the very end mm-hmm. when you, like, discover who's behind the mutations, right. essentially. And, spoilers, it's one of the brigade guys. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> um, but, like, other than that, it's mostly just about your main character trying to succeed in the, the chef battles yes. to get into the brigade. Yeah. Um, and I didn't I I didn't get all the way through the game. You didn't get all the way through mm-hmm. the game. Did you did was there any like romance? No. I don't think so. Which I kind of actually appreciate. Well like, uh, well her and the the what, the delivery man? Yeah. I feel I, like there's kind of something going on there. Right. But it's never it's never explicit. I yeah, don't that's think. true. Uh, so, even, like, I don't mind romancing games, but mm. I, I kept being afraid that they would try to sort of, like, shove it in at some point, yeah. and they didn't, which That's I true. appreciate. Yeah. It was definitely handled subtly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's focused on cooking. Right. That's the important thing. <laughs> and actually, so is the the delivery guy has his own thing that he's yeah. focused on. There's a couple times where they're like, well, you know, like, it's been nice hanging out with you, but I have to go do things right. now, and everybody's fine with it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Other than Mina, the main character, I don't think people really go through that much character growth. No. And hers is only, like, 
very sh- like small. Yes. You know, there's the part where she's through the course of the story, um, she gets expelled temporarily, mm-hmm. and that kind of is a blow to her self esteem. You know, right. she doesn't she doesn't want to cook anymore. She feels, you know, like she failed at her dream, and then she kind of builds it up yeah. again. She has to rediscover her passion. That's and, right, and and realize that she has legitimate skills. Uh huh. Yeah, which actually is another like super cliche for that storyline, uh-huh. where they're at their new school or their new whatever, and they 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 come across an incident where their own personal morality is at you know has friction against the rules and they uh-huh. have to choose whether to be true to themselves or not and yeah. then they probably get punished for being true to themselves <laughs> like like it's harry potter too. right like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we read the story before yeah right? totally <laughs> Play is really cool. I think so too. Um, uh, yeah, it's kind of split up into, I'd say maybe like three different modes. You have your narrative, uh, story-based mode where you're basically just running back and forth on a plane. You can interact with uh, people to talk to them. There's a store you can buy things from. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also do jobs, um, which are like mini games, basically. Yeah, like m- micro versions of other gameplay elements. Right, and actually that part I really particularly appreciate it mm-hmm. because it's not an unrelated mini game. Right. It's actually like a specific skill that you will need in the main game. Yeah. Uh, so for one of them, you just have to go out and fight monsters, right. which is using the side-scrolling fighter aspect of it. Mm-hmm. For one of them, you have to you're given a grid of gems that are sort of scattered and you have to rearrange some of them to create a specific pattern. Yeah. Which you don't necessarily have to do that in the real game, but you do have to sort of understand how rearranging like little in the same way that there's a series of movements you can use to solve a Rubik's cube. Yeah. If you figure out what the movements are for switching the gems around, it helps out a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, which is actually, I'm terrible at that. <laughs> like, I can see that it's there. Right. <laughs> uh, and then the other one is... Um, what's what's the, the, the first, like, the research guy? It's like a... It's basically like a, a puzzle. You essentially have, like, either a point goal that oh, you're right. trying to get to or a certain amount of, like, gems that you're trying to create. And it's set up so you only have, like... X amount of moves yeah, to do solve it in. this in a certain amount of moves. Um, and it starts out simple and gets more complicated once uh, the gems get cracked because yes. then you really have a hard limit on the right. moves that you can make. I think I made it through all of the mini games except for a couple of those. Oh yeah, games. I had more trouble with the um, restaurant one. Yeah, especially uh, like later on in the game um, when. The patterns got more complex, and then you were dealing with like cracked gems. Yeah. Um, yeah. I basically stopped doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so the reason to do the mini games, besides sort of upping your skills a little mm-hmm. bit, is you get money, right. and then you can spend the money in the shop. Yes. And the money that you spend in the shop is pretty important mm-hmm. because the items definitely affect the main game. Yeah. Uh, you can equip items that help you in battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can equip items that give you 
extra ingredients on hand, usually yeah. like like wild card ingredients or like lots from a specific color. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get ones that add special bonus objectives. Yep. Uh, so like one of the ones that that I ended up liking a lot was like the vegetarian one. Mm-hmm. Like only use plant ingredients. Uh, and if you manage to satisfy those, your your dish will be a higher point value yeah. or whatever. And then you can buy cookware, yeah, uh, which is uh, the way that you actually switch the gems around, mm-hmm. uh, and how you how you allocate money into those different things, and how you equip them to take into uh, food battles with you, right, makes a big difference, yeah. So the other, yeah, the other part of the game is the sort of tournament food battle mode where it's itself is split up into, like we said, the side-scrolling brawler part and then the puzzle part. Um, and those are timed matches where you're given a, like, quote-unquote theme ingredient. Um, and then each judge has, like, a specific um, requirement that they want. So they could want, you know, a dish, a dish that's all water and has turnips in it, you know. Right. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> they, they might definitely want that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then it, it so it gets it gets more difficult as you... So each ingredient that you gather from killing a monster mm-hmm. will have different colors of gems, different types of levels of gems mm-hmm. in different little patterns. Yeah. So you might have like a 4x4 four four grid of blues and reds, or you might have like a 3-gem tall stack of just greens, or... Mm-hmm. Whatever, and when you drop that into your pot to start mixing it, there has to be enough room in the grid for those blocks to be accommodated. Right. So you have to keep that in mind, and then there's there's like the cracked gems mm-hmm. that the more you move them around, they're going to you get like three movements before they pop and they go down a level. Yeah. Each gem can be level one through three. Mm-hmm. And then later in the game, it introduces uh, bones and poison. Right. Um, bones can be combined, uh, th- uh, three can be combined into like a wild card upgrade, essentially. Mm-hmm. And then alternatively, though, if you have bones um, that are unutilized in the dish when you serve it, you get a penalty for that. Yeah. Um, and then poison is kind of the. S- uh, well, you can't, like, combine it and it, nothing good comes of poison. So dishes, I don't think people like having poison in their dishes. Right. And then if you rotate a poison gem too many times, it'll pop and also spoil the dish. Yeah. Um, luckily, one of the one of the cookware items that you can get is a cutting board, mm-hmm. which lets you drop your ingredient into a grid and then go out and remove the gem's square by square yeah so even if you're if you if you're trying to make a dish that's water and turnips <laughs> uh, and turnips are blue and green and you don't want that green gem right. you can drop them lots of them in and then cut all the green gems out mm-hmm. and then move that grid over to your cook pot or whatever yeah and start combining gems together to get it to a higher level right and there there's actually a pretty big variety of um cookware um not necessarily well i don't know i i would say that in general i didn't find all of them to be useful but it's yeah. it's an interesting variety you have like frying pans uh which are just your basic like combination will connect three mm-hmm. into a bigger gem 
Um, and there are also one of those that specialize in each different element. Yep. Um, so in, in those ones, you only need to connect two of that two color, of yeah. but you can't use it for any other color. Right. Which and is definitely a big drawback. There are like uh, slow cookers, mm -hmm. which will promote gems over time. Right. Or cook like the poison and bone out right. of them, which is kind of a fun concept. Or there's also, I think, one that repairs oh, gems. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of times where, especially in the multiple judge scenarios, mm -hmm. but really anytime... When you're out getting monsters, you can have your dish in the slow cooker yeah. gradually getting better. And then once you pop back, you can toss more stuff into it. What I often did was take the... Um, you can get um, pretty early in the game um, an item that's like a, a two uses of a basic like four um, gems yeah. in each color. So there's like the beef jerky, there's the plants, and then there's whatever the water one is. Right. So I would just start off each match by throwing oh. uh, whatever set of those into the slow cooker and then go off and, and that's get really smart. and come back. <laughs> and that worked pretty well. Yeah. Huh. That's cool. Let's see. Is there any other gameplay type stuff? I'm basically the only... Your only sort of, like, RPG power progression is equipment. Yeah. Right? You don't, like, level up. No, you don't. Um, you can augment your stats and abilities through the combat equipment. Yeah. Um, you're mostly only playing as Mina for the game, although there is a section of game where you play as Thrash. Okay. Um, and you... It does present you with interesting, you know, uh, sort of pros and cons yeah. choices where you can be like, well, do I need this item that gives me two extra slots in my inventory for picking up items mm -hmm. or do I need to be able to double jump? Right. It lets, yeah, I think it lets you do a pretty good job of uh, customizing for your style yeah. of play. I would say so for me. style very good yeah like like really, like good. really perfectly good um it it perfectly fits the like genre that it's taking mm -hmm. place in like everything i i almost don't even know how to say like what's particularly good about it because it just <laughs> seems so right i mean it's it's all um hand drawn and hand animated mm -hmm. um but it's obvious that the people that made it put a lot of care and effort into it yeah um the backgrounds are kind of look like watercolor yeah um paintings and then the character animations themselves are very um smooth and like yeah. fluid looking right and so are the the enemies that you run into. yeah yeah the enemy design is really cool and yeah everything looks very cute it kind of reminded me of did you play dust and the yes. Tyrion tail or whatever. Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. one is the same sort of like yeah. anime style, all very illustrated, but also still sprite animation. Yeah, definitely. Uh, or even kind of like what Valkyrie Profile sure. kind of wanted to be, but higher res. Right, yeah. <laughs> and the uh, the UI looks really good too. Mm -hmm. Like I never felt like I wasn't sure what I was looking at or like I couldn't, you know, read the information that was being presented to yeah. me. Yeah, so. it, it's actually very good about that. I mean, it'll show you what ingredients you're currently carrying around. Um, when you walk over an ingredient, it'll give you a preview of what um, the gems are that come along with it. Mm -hmm. uh, your health and MP are really easy to read. Right. Button hinting for mm -hmm. how to perform actions yeah. when you're close to them contextually. Yeah, like, definitely. that helps a lot. Uh, yeah. I thought, I think really the 
like the the best points of this game are the design. Yeah, basically, both in terms of art and in terms of gameplay. Mm-hmm. I agree. Someone put a lot of work into this. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Um, I liked it. I mean, it's not, I think it's not outstanding, but it is good for the game. Yeah, uh, the uh, composer is Tom Duncan, mm-hmm. and I couldn't really, did you find any other stuff that he'd worked on? No, I think like he's, he's either, maybe he's just getting started, or he normally doesn't do game stuff. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess I assumed he was like an in-house person, but mm-hmm. maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I... The, the music was not bad, mm-hmm. but it isn't super memorable. No. Like, it, it is, it really does just fulfill the role of background music, uh, which it does. I mean, it, it matches the mood. Yeah. It seems like it fits into the story. You know, it's it's appropriately, like, quiet when the mood of the game is quiet. Right. And then, you know, upbeat when it needs to be. Um, that said, I, I definitely just ended up muting it after a while this uh-huh. on my own, because I think part of it, too, is for this kind of game, like you really need to be able to concentrate and sort of get in the zone or whatever. And that's just a lot easier for me if I'm listening to my own music. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? So mm-hmm. that that could just be a hazard of, of the genre. Yeah, that could be. We talked about how good the voice acting is. Yeah, really good. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. And that's, like I said, that's it's good even though that hardly even feels essential. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, that's true. It's a nice added detail. Yeah. And all the sound effects, the little incidental things are all nice. Uh-huh. They're, yeah. they're fine. Mm-hmm. Would you listen to it without playing the game? Probably not. No. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, even, even so, I was like listening a little bit earlier this morning to kind of like jog my memory. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's tracks that are, again, like I don't want to be, I don't want to be mean about it. Like it's not bad music, but right. it is kind of bland. Yeah, it's like, not it doesn't, outstanding. Yeah. Uh, but that's all right. It's, it did what it needed to do. Right. Yeah. before we move on to the final so. rounds. So for our evaluation, uh, is this good, bad, or ugly? Good! Yeah, like, I think so really too. good. <laughs> uh, surprisingly good. Yeah, I I love, I mean, I just love mashup stuff in general, yeah. and the, the genre mashup here for like how the gameplay works is just great. Like, mm-hmm. it's brilliant. I really like it. Yeah. Um, and I do actually think that in the course of making this game, like, I don't play a lot of match three games because I really don't sure. like those games, to yeah. be honest. Uh, but I saw a lot of stuff here that I hadn't that seemed new to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. So like the the fact that you can use the cutting board to remove gems that you don't want. Yeah. Uh, you use the panda combo. You use the ovens to upgrade stuff over time. You got the bonus objectives from the expertise tomes. You've got the the poison and the bones and the cracks. Like there's a lot of really interesting variables going into it mm-hmm. that kind of seem overwhelmed like it's hard to hold it all in your head at once <laughs> yeah uh but they really give you access to a lot of different ways to play the game sure and to and, s- do your objectives and when you're you're not doing like a main story battle it will let you go and practice anytime you want yeah so 
you know, if you're feeling like you're just not getting it in time, then you can go and practice and be like, okay, here's what I need to do. Right. You know, so that's nice. I spent the first few hours sort of, I, I, I'm, I was a little bit annoyed at how quickly it threw things at you. Yeah. Like it seemed like rather than ever giving you time to like relax and get comfortable with whatever new concept it had just introduced, it would mm-hmm. throw you into the next one and the next one, and the next one. But also at the same time, like that's mirroring what's happening to the character of the yeah, story. True. So I, I, I can't even really be that mad about it. Like it is sort of increasing immersion in a way. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, and then also there's sort of that sense of relief once it finally starts adding new things and you just have to use the things you have to get better and better and better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I really, I appreciated like the pacing and the difficulty curve in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think, and I don't know if this is maybe just the way that I play games, um, but I feel like once I got my assortment of like cooking dish, uh, like cookware that I liked, yeah, I didn't really ever want to try anything else. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, who knows? Maybe that 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 could just be me, right? I don't know. I mean, I think to a certain extent, having the game push you to try unfamiliar configurations is it's it's hard to do, mm-hmm. but it, I mean, I don't know. I think about uh, like. Diablo three mm-hmm. is maybe one of the best examples of that where you definitely, when you're, when you're leveling your character up and you're getting new skills, every time you get a new skill, you think like, wait, like, could I do something completely different now that I have this? Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if it could have found a way to sort of push you out of your normal mm-hmm. loadout, I think that would have been a, a good point for it. Yeah. Um, we, we kind of also talked about, or earlier, uh, before we started recording, uh, that it's hard. So it does become fairly strategic later yeah. in the game. Once you know all the options that are available to you and you have a bunch of different items and different combinations you can equip, you can make very tactical choices about that. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that it doesn't let you do is tell how to do that ahead of time. Yeah, it, it doesn't give you any like preview information about what your next upcoming match is. Yeah. Which I think again is like in service of what the, you know, that sort of feeling is supposed to be that, you know, the mystery ingredient and right. the different parameters each time. Yeah, you have to think on your feet. Um, but unfortunately, since you are doing setup pre-match Going into a match, you want to be kind of good at everything. Yeah. Because you don't know what's coming up. Right. And then, if you fail that match, then you can specialize. Yeah. You know. Which is weird. Like, that's it's a little bit unsatisfying for me. I yeah. wish that I could start out specializing, or at least that I wouldn't be punished for specializing to start out. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. If, if, you could, if you could use your specializations to do well in a match anyway even if you weren't super well suited for whatever it was going for Mm -hmm. that would be nice yeah um or at least just some way that you wouldn't have to try and lose Mm -hmm. before you actually set up a good uh build for that challenge you can even i mean you can make it into a little mini game like have you have to you know interview other characters about what they think the judges will like or something like that or if you can say like oh do you know like what setting will the because there's like three different settings that yeah. the contest can be held in and each one has a different map with different monsters and ingredients mm-hmm. um yeah yeah that's true
the uh, so the parts in between battles are pretty dull. Like the, or they're at least they're not. There's nothing. There's no interesting decisions going on outside of battle. Yeah. Like you basically you're in a setting. You walk from the left side of the screen to the right side of the screen and talk to everybody you see, mm -hmm. and that's it. Yeah, I mean, you get um, some choice about what opponents you fight. That's true. Um, which is a cool idea, but with that, I wish you knew what item you would get out of it. Yeah, again, each, it's a mystery. Each uh, opponent will give you like a gift after you beat them, um, and those things may or may not be useful for you. So right. like, even if it was just like, oh, you know, I'm well known for my orcish cook pot, it yeah. promotes... Fire gems yeah. faster or whatever, you know. Yeah, definitely. Just something that would allow you to make more informed decisions for yeah. those things. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, but you're right, there isn't a lot to do in the narrative parts. No. It's very it's very procedural. Like, go to this thing, go to that thing, go to that thing. Yeah. Go to each of the, you know, mini puzzle challenges, and then you have more money, go to the shop, mm -hmm. and then buy something, and then challenge someone. Yeah. Yeah. Or challenge someone first... And then figure out why you can't beat the net, <laughs> and then get the money, and then go yeah, to get the thing, redo your items, and then redo the challenge. Although I will say that I don't think I ever failed a cooking challenge until the final yeah. three. The first mission that had two judges mm -hmm. really messed me up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then after that, I kind of got the hang of it, yeah. yeah. It is interesting, too, that because of the way the, the uh, fail state, basically, for the game works is, is if you lose a match, you have to restart it. The mm -hmm. game doesn't continue until you win a match. Right. Which means that your character ends up being, like, a perfect chef. Yeah. Your record is perfect. You've never yeah. lost to anyone. Although, I'd rather have it do that than, like, just game over you and kick you back to oh, the yeah. last safe spot. Right. It could... I don't know. Again, maybe this is asking more of it than it really needs but having a way to have you losing sort of still move the story along. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think it would be like out of character for the story because, I mean, there are characters that still get into the brigade at the end that yeah. you've beaten. Right. So obviously it's not like, you know, you can't lose ever. Right. Yeah, I think in-game you've got, like, if you lose four times, you're yeah. kicked out or something like that. But yeah, actually making those rules apply in the game logic, too, would be kind of an interesting way to... Yeah, and you can do, like, different um, endings that way, too. Oh, yeah, totally. Whether you're actually undefeated or not, or mm -hmm. even whether you flunk out, but you still get back in because of stuff that happens in the story. Right. Like, yeah. Uh, but then again, like, this is a smaller studio. Yeah. Definitely. And it was a Kickstarter game, and, you know, they only had so much to work with. Sure. <laughs> uh, do you have any other notes on uh, things to improve? I would say that the story, the way that the story is plotted could be better. Yeah. Um, so, like, you get invested with Mina because you want her to win the tournament. Mm -hmm. And then she gets expelled yeah and you have to do this whole like sort of side thing with her which is fine it's good for the character yeah but it happens really quickly after you begin it does the happen game. really quickly um so then you're taken out of it to do the side stuff and they introduce the mutation sort mm -hmm. of plot line in that 
And then you get back to the city and you're back to doing normal tournament stuff with a little bit of investigation on the side. Yeah. And then once you win the tournament, the story goes back and it shows you what was happening in town uh, oh. with Thrash while you were expelled. Oh. And then once you do that, it goes back back forward in time to after you win the competition, Okay. and then you do the last little bit with wrapping up the mutation storyline. Gotcha. So, I don't know, it's a lot of weird, like, jumping back and forth. Mm -hmm. I think it would have been a lot better if maybe the expulsion was spaced out to, like, halfway through the game. Yeah. So you could do, like, your first chunk, almost, you know, you get three belt, uh, battles under your belt. Then you'd have the expulsion 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 <laughs> yeah um, event you go home and then they can see the mutation and then you can come back you can do the tournament and wrap up yeah and then as like post game like separate story stuff because mm. the stuff you do with thrash doesn't affect anything else in the game gotcha um you could do that as a you know if you were still interested in what happened while mina was gone right like you could do that as a separate piece yeah that can almost be, like, DLC or, like, a little companion piece. Yeah. It just seemed really strange to have things sort of, like, going back and forth like that. Yeah. Almost like that's, like, like too advanced for what the story is. <laughs> like, to have that kind of, like, jumping back and forth and focusing on other characters when really, like, the story doesn't feel like it calls for that. Yeah. it's it, Yeah. It just seems unnecessary. Yeah. Like, it, it was weird that, like, once you get back as Mina, there are characters that are being, like... Oh, like, while you were gone, blah, 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 Dark Realm, blah, blah, blah. This yeah. is all the stuff that we've never talked about. Right. So, like, I was interested in what happened while she was gone, but, yeah. like, I didn't need to be shown that right after right. what feels like you should be beating the game. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the timing is just a little bit weird for that. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, like we talked about, I think the fighting aspect could be a little bit tighter. Yes. Um, I felt like... I don't know, maybe, like, the hit detection wasn't great on some of the bigger monsters. Yeah. Or just, like, I... And to be fair, my loadouts always focus more on cooking than fighting. No, me too. So maybe that's my bad. But, like, I felt like there are definitely usually one or two monsters in each area that are just, like, way too hard. Right. Which, I I like the idea that in each area... So there's there's the dragon, there's the... Hydra. The Hydra, and then the, the Firefox thing? Is yeah, the a... Firefox thing, and then the, uh, uh, like, Armadillo. Oh, yeah, monster. the big ice dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's usually, like, one or two, maybe, beefy things yeah. in the zone that you'll either have to go around or spend a lot of time working on killing to mm -hmm. get the stuff. Um, and I don't know, I don't think it was just you trying to focus on... I feel like the game encourages you to not yeah. worry too much about the combat That's and just true. focus on the cooking. Um which, again, if it could have had a way to reward you more for combat stuff mm -hmm. and allow you to sort of skimp on cooking gear to focus on combat and still have that be a valid way to do well in the game, yeah, that would be nice. I th off the top of my head, the only way I'm thinking of like making that work would be to take the uh, books that reward you for using like multiple of the same ingredient or mm -hmm. one of every monster maybe because right. then you would get those point bonuses that you might not have gotten from not taking like a special ingredient or yeah. a sauce or something yeah that could have maybe been balanced out a little bit better mm -hmm. 
Um, and then the other thing I thought of was I would really like if this game had like an appendix or, a, or like a, a bestiary. Oh, yeah. Um, and even I was thinking, so like if you felt like that would be too powerful, mm-hmm. um, it could be like an equipable item. Like yeah. it would actually be an accessory that takes up space. Yeah. And then, you know, you could pull it out, look at, you know, what what's everything in this region? What are they? Right pieces what did what do i get from that yeah and you could even have it like run in real time like your character was actually like looking through the uh-huh while the, book. the time counts down. so yeah. like yeah it would be incredibly powerful but you would have to actually spend the time studying to yeah, do it i think it's a really good idea that would be a fun trade-off yeah how much you know equipment space and time do you want to not waste but put into this right. versus how much reward do you get out of having access to that and then if you wanted to, you could also, like, look at it, you know, on the narrative section. You could, like, study up, maybe. Yeah. I, sort of on a, on a related note to that, I wish that there was a way that you could tell in battle what all your stuff was. Because mm. there's a few times where I would equip, like, the expertise book that would, you know, maybe mm. get rewarded if you use all, like, animal stuff. Yeah. But there's not a lot... Like, animal versus plant isn't marked. <laughs> like, they have names, and right. you can sort of guess from the names or remember where you got the ingredient, but there is actually no way to tell at a glance That's whether something is vegetarian or not. But there needs to be a way to review what items you have equipped when you're in battle. Yeah. Uh, just because that makes such a big difference, potentially, for points. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, just I guess basically just a way to see more information would be mm-hmm. nice. recommend this game yes i think so i think so um i will say that like if you have trouble like multitasking or um are kind of overwhelmed by multiple elements at play mm-hmm. it might not be as good yeah. but um i don't know does it have a like a difficulty setting? i don't remember okay i don't um, think so i don't think so either but it's a i mean like it's a fun game yeah. if you like cute little narrative stories. <laughs> right. Um, the gameplay is engaging enough on its own. Yeah. Even if you didn't care about the story, I think it has solid enough gameplay. Right. And we we played multiplayer. That's so fun! And yeah, I think I actually like the multiplayer better than I like the single <laughs> player. Uh, it yeah. basically just gives you... You get three different characters to choose from. Uh, you get to pick your loadout from any of the available items in the game. Um, and then you, it sets you up with like a random competition that can be like a random like the time and have a random like special ingredients. Mm-hmm. You can have one, two, three judges depending, yeah. and each one can want a different combination of flavors. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, those those a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so this game actually kind of remind. Did you play uh, before the Echo? No. It used to have another name, and I've forgotten what the old name was. Hmm. But it's 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 one. It's like a DDR kind of like buttons and time of the music game. Okay. Uh, except it's it's a puzzle RPG. So hmm. each guy that you fight is a song. It's like a track, oh. and through the course of the song, little you know input buttons come down the screen towards you, and you have to press buttons in time to them. Mm-hmm. And you have like one one stream of inputs that's for magic and one for attack and one for defense Hmm. and you have to like rotate back and forth between them to do the different inputs the right times to do all your normal rpg things so to attack or cast a spell or whatever it reminded me a lot of that in the sense that it's 
it's taking you know it's mashing up genres mm-hmm. uh and you're just like constantly under the gun all the time <laughs> like, you need to be multitasking uh-huh. like crazy and thinking ahead at the same time and also just sort of like making do with what you have yeah uh so yeah i felt it, it reminded me a lot of that game like the way that it felt interesting the game kind of yeah I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thank you for listening. Yes. Uh, If you like what you hear, uh, leave us a comment or a review or a thumbs up or stars. Yeah. Um, We're on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash games these days podcast. We have a Tumblr that's uh, games these days podcast.tumblr.com. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on Castbox. Yep. We are currently kicking around the idea of having an actual like website. Yeah. That things can be based off of because getting things to link to Tumblr is strangely difficult. Weirdly complicated sometimes. <laughs> um, so stay tuned for that. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably end up being a WordPress site. Yeah. Um, do we know what we're doing next? I guess it's my choice. Is it your turn? Okay. And then there will be a retro game? Yes. Um, I was thinking about, um, doing Parappa the Rappa. Yeah, that's right. Um, (laughs) either one or two, or Uh both, because they're both pretty short games. That's true. Um, and they're both pretty fun. Mm -hmm. So, until next time, brother! (laughs) Good. Well, all right. Yeah, that was quick. Yeah, it felt like it. Well, I guess... That was only 45 minutes. Yeah.